Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talks with Joe podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week, I have a few special guests, um, Star Seats, Jess, and Liz, and I'm super excited to have them on because I feel like they're experts all about conscious consumption, and I'm just going to have them introduce themselves. Hi, guys. Um, Hi, um, experts. We are far from. Are you sure? (laughs) We're trying and we're learning, you know, a lot of the stuff that we learned is really from YouTube, like all of our growing and, and we've taken what we've learned and kind of tried to make it work in our region. Something I think, um, well, actually, I, I guess introduce myself first. My name is Jessica. Um, and I'm the managing member at Starseeds Urban Farm. We also have um, a food trailer um, where we do like prepared foods. And so we grow food and we also serve food. And I'm here with my sister. Hi, everyone. My name is Alyssa. Um, I am the chef, I guess that's what I would call myself. I make the food. Um, all of our <clears throat> recipes and everything is vegan and made from scratch and made with love. So. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm not too much on the farm aspect, but I try my best as far as um, waste goes and things like that. Yeah. Um, to just be conscious of what I'm using, where I'm ordering from, the package size and stuff. If it's in plastic or if it's in paper, mm-hmm. um, obviously we're not zero waste. It's super hard to be zero waste, especially in Las Vegas where we don't have like um, we don't have a composting facility that would accept compostable material. So mm. for example, we, when we first started growing, we purchased, we spent extra money on these plant packaging. It looks like plastic, but it's actual plant packaging. And for it to be compost, you can't really compost it at home. You can only compost it at a compatible facility. And we just don't have a facility like that around here. So Mm. it would just be a waste of money. You know what I mean? I mean, we're still using that packaging because, you know, there aren't that many options, but we're always trying to find a paper solution or cardboard, something that you can um, either recycle or compost, um, which is, it's just a challenge, but we're, we're trying more and more every day. We have um, a jar exchange program. So like all of our dressings and our sauces we offer online. Um, and you can, um, instead of us just putting it in plastic and giving it to you, um, and then you can you know throw it away or recycle it. We have an option, um, it's like a jar exchange option where you can buy something in a glass jar and then exchange it when you purchase another one. Um, we also have like, we also use paper. We used to do like a bring your own container. Um, it's been a little difficult in the summertime um, because of all the stuff that we have that we have on board and um, putting all this stuff out uh, to package your own items um, in the heat has been challenging. So we've kind of veered away from that a little bit. For now, for now, exactly. Once we have our own space where people can bring their own stuff and their own packaging, we'll most likely try and push that as much as possible. So you can bring your own Tupperware and fill up on like, you know, we do, um, we try and do as much organic as we can. So we've got like organic grains, legumes, dried fruits, nuts, seeds. Um, And right now we're doing that paper, but again, eventually we're hoping to, to have the option to bring your own container again. Oh, that's so awesome. And you mentioned own place. Like what? Uh, <laughs> like, no, oh. hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. One day, hopefully we're really hoping that one day we'll have, you know, a brick and mortar 
and a, a dishwasher were um, it wouldn't be um, a challenge if we just mm -hmm. had either a jar exchange or if you brought your own, um, especially with coronavirus and the health department, it's um, even more challenging, you know, when it comes to like spreading germs and, and keeping things sanitary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I met you guys through an event and then the first time I tasted one of your sandwiches, it was so good. I still, I still think about it. Like so oh every time I see you around, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to go because Starseed is there. <laughs> that is so sweet. Yeah, no, seriously. And then the matcha banana smoothie I had the last <laughs> time, like, oh my God, I, I had, I drank the whole thing on my ride home and I was so sad when it got to the bottom. <laughs> I was like, I want another one. It was so good. Well, thank you so much. Um, I yeah. mean, I love to hear stuff like that, you know, because my main goal as a chef is really just to try and make vegan things that taste almost as good as not vegan things mm -hmm. or even better. So um, I don't know if you are plant-based or not, but just even someone that is plant-based or not just say like, oh, this sandwich is so good and not saying like, oh, it's good for a vegan sandwich. So that's always yeah. That's always uplifting and, and inspiring and really pushes me to keep going. Yeah. So Alyssa, what kind of inspired you to start making like vegan meals and stuff? Well, just to give you a little background, I was a pastry chef since I was 18, basically. I've worked almost everywhere on the strip. And there was a point in my life where I couldn't even stand vegans. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I got to make a special menu for them. And Oh, I totally get that. I, I have yeah. a stage, too. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, you see it everywhere on TV. You see Chopped and you see all these shows where there is this, this passion and, you know, where someone takes like an entire pig and they make it into a delicious lechon and there's like all this passion that's put into it and this like tradition and stuff and I did feel that all that was beautiful until I kind of started learning about the horrors behind all that stuff mm. I mean I educated myself and just watched videos and documentaries and so on and so forth and I think it was just in me to be like this doesn't feel right for me and it was so hard for me to transition in general that once I did, I felt it was my purpose to help other people transition too. Mm. So seeing, you know, all, all the waste and just, <clears throat> you know, I used to work for banquets yeah. on the strip and it's, it's just really sad to see, you know, a thousand people um, in, you make a certain amount of, let's say short ribs. And the next day you see half of that going to the dish pit because, you know, mm. whether people didn't show up or whatever, and you got these big companies that are paying for it. So, you know, all the casinos don't care. They already got paid for it, but it's just kind of sad to see. So anytime I can make like a substitute um, instead of using an animal, then I think it's better for the environment. It's, you know, more compassionate. It's better for us. So just kind of something in me that drove me to, to do it after learning about it, really. Yeah, oh, that makes a lot of sense because I work um, for one of the casino properties on the strip right now. And then I could see how much waste there could be. And then like, you know, just going into the trash when maybe there's like, instead of doing that, maybe there's people who actually need the food and then are actually hungry or something. So there's like better alternatives than just like, you know, letting it go to waste. <laughs> 
Definitely. I think they're in, I know three squares, they come and, and pick up certain, certain um, parties that are left over, but you know, it's not all the parties and it's not everything. And that is a good company, but it's, it's still out of control. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I guess just I'm doing my part to try and chip away at that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's so awesome. I love that. So is yeah. that kind of like how, why you guys decided to start Star Seeds because um, of your experiences working in um, the like banquets, for example? We actually started Star, Star Seeds um, was initially just the farm. We added the food truck this year. Oh. Um, but the food truck, the farm, <clears throat> We had, um, we wanted to sell to grow microgreens specifically for like chefs. Since Alyssa and I had a few connections with people in Las Vegas, we thought we would just grow mm -hmm. and then sell the microgreens um, to local restaurants. This was November, we started November um, of 2000, 2019, and then coronavirus happened like March. So, yeah all the restaurants closed. So we didn't have anyone to sell to. And one of my friends that, um, that, that I was working with at the time or learning from Myrene from Sundown Mushrooms, she was like, well, you should probably just try and sell, you know, straight to consumer. And so that kind of changed our mm -hmm. business model a little bit. And so we were trying to sell microgreens, you know, for delivery. And um, we still, we still really weren't getting the sales that we needed to, to operate. And we thought maybe, you know, people didn't really know enough about microgreens or never had them. And so that's why we decided to add food to it and, you know, offering like, okay, instead of just microgreens, why don't we do an avocado toast kit? So that way somebody who's eating microgreens for the first time, they know what to do with them. Um, and then it just spiraled into a food truck and yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have a lot to thank um, to like circumstance, I guess, because yeah. I did not really plan on, you know, making food on a food truck. It just really evolved on its own. And I'm kind of grateful. I, I am very grateful. I think, I, I think it's, you know, 50% hard work and 50% the universe. Um, so, oh, for sure. Yeah. And I just feel like Jessica had the vision to, um, you know, have like a market and, you know, reusable packaging and things like that and wanted this physical presence. Yeah. So the trailer was originally really supposed to be more so a market style and it just evolved into so we're like, oh, make a couple of sandwiches. And, and then it's like, oh, well, we can also do smoothies. And oh, then well, people salad. came back more for, for the food. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still experiencing that, you know, we still have our market open and most mm -hmm. of our sales come from being like a food truck. So yeah. we really don't know where we're headed. Um, we're just kind of rolling with, with the punches of being a small business yeah. during coronavirus. No, honestly, I'm so happy that you guys are like a food truck now because otherwise I wouldn't have known or anything, right? So like, I yeah. really appreciate you. You are so sweet. <laughs> like in many ways, like, yeah, I'm very grateful. Like, even though, you know, the coronavirus was terrible, but like, you know, it's leading you guys into like the direction that, you know, is giving you guys a flow into like a direction that you're kind of discovering it yourself too. And then it's, you're even discovering even more as you're learning through this whole process. So I- yeah, it's so awesome. Definitely. We're Thank learning you. every day. There's so <laughs> yeah. many lessons. Every day is something. Like, but stop. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's, 
it's the feedback I think that keeps us going. Definitely. And I just, I feel good about myself when I'm, you know, doing something that's good for, for the environment and, and everything yeah. all around. So, it, you know, when I was a chef, I, I did love it, but towards the end of it, I, I didn't feel as, as fulfilled as I, you know, as I, I would see other chefs with all this passion and they're just like, yeah. you know, loving to work the 15, 16 hour days. And I started to kind of not love it anymore yeah. so yeah it all just kind of pushed me to do this and yeah. I would love to go further I would love to have like my own restaurant one day oh my gosh <laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> <laughs> no yeah seriously um yeah it's kind of like another layer because you could do something like working for somebody else but at the end of the day you're just working for somebody else like how can you make a bigger impact but still do what you love and like you know you're kind of doing it now and then I know from my own experience like working in marketing on the strip like it's cool to a certain extent but you just kind of get you know tired of it like what more can I do and what more of an pause more of a positive impact I could make and help people definitely that's I think we kind of lucked out with that because when we both you know we both lost our job before um before we started Starseeds, I was working for hospitality technology. So kind of in the same field mm-hmm. where we were working with um, casinos and and seeing, yeah, all that that waste and, you know, being like the you know, only plant-based person, mm-hmm. you know, in the office and just was so unfitting, you know what I mean? And so when it, when coronavirus happened, I mean, it's been hard, don't get me wrong. I mean, we're constantly working and we're still trying to to make it to where we're making revenue. But yeah. I mean, there's, it, it's, there's just no comparison. You know what I mean? Being able to be a part of the other side where we're not contributing to, you know, the buffet and uh, at the, you know, at the casinos where yeah. most of it goes to waste. And a lot of it is, you know, a lot of uh, exploitation behind it. Yeah. That's a big one for me is the exploitation. <clears throat> so, you know, I was, that was mainly plant-based before COVID and before I'd lost my job, but I just kind of felt like what I was doing for my career, it just kind of, you know, took all that out. It didn't matter because I was, you know, using, for example, so much milk and eggs for the desserts I was making and stuff like that. And when you buy, I mean, even now that, now that we know, and we're in on the other side, like the, when we go to, you know, like restaurant depot and like stores like that, when uh, to be able to to have a reasonable you know price on your menu the items that they're using i mean they're super cheap you can get what 100 eggs for like 20 bucks mm-hmm. i mean just imagine what kind of what those eggs are going through like you get what you pay for so anytime you're going to a restaurant you're like oh well it's just eggs like it's it's, it's the whole thing it's it's a it's it's still not not okay so if we had more options and we had, you know, more local availability, like, you know, we work with, um, or we used to sell eggs for a local farm because he's not like, um, a commercial agriculture farm where, you know, they kill the, the male chicks or kill the older ones. I mean, because they're still taking food, he's still hanging on to those chicks and to the, and to the ones, you know what I mean? He's not just going to kill anybody. And we know him personally, but that's not how it works with, with other eggs um and other animal products yeah yeah I just feel like it's very unfair at you know this is this is my opinion I'm not judging anyone for for not thinking the same way but 
I just feel like it's really unfair for us to exploit these animals and just take stuff that's technically not ours, you know, like their milk and their eggs. And when I used to see, you know, a map of a cow that had, you know, this is the the chuck, this is the whatever. I wasn't a saver, so I don't know exactly what they're all called, but it's like, no, it, that's actually all an animal, all of it. Yeah, it's all. Flesh. And we're just trained to think a different way. We're all programmed a specific way, especially, you know, where we came from. Our family, they're hardcore meat eaters. We grew up, you know, my mom and um, my our parents are from uh, Puerto Rico, um, Peru. Um, so, you know, dominantly meat eating cultures and it's a big part of tradition for us and for our family. So um, it's definitely a big change, you know, and it's, yeah. it's a decision that you have to, it's hard to make, especially if you're coming from a meat eating family, but it can be done. Yes. It can. And I think it's, it's, I think it's okay to do it slowly. I think the Definitely. first thing that I would just love for everyone to do is to just first accept that it's probably not the best thing for us and the planet. It's not compassionate either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that morality is like perspective, but I mean, that's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah. another thing too is like the whole female aspect of, of the animal industry. I mean, you know, the mothers, the cows are mothers and that's how they, they're getting all that milk in the dairy industry and, you know, the hens. And so there's a lot of women out there that, you know, want to fight for women's rights and maybe they could just take a second to think about that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, for a while, like I was a huge eat meter myself. I don't think it was until like recently, for some reason at the beginning of the year, I really want to cut on my meat consumption and then just see what happens. Like for some reason, I don't know, maybe the universe just sending me messages or like that I should. That's how it goes. Because like (laughs) I I don't, I can't even explain why, like why I want to like cut on my meat intake. Um, But right now I cannot say that I'm like 100% vegan, but I do prefer eating plant-based. And then from that, it's kind of like, you know, intuitive eating where you um, observe like how your body reacts to certain foods. And for me, when I eat a lot of meat, And it's like really heavy on me and I get really bloated and I get really, really tired versus when I eat um, a vegan meal or something, I feel very energetic. So it's like to your body too, like how does your body respond to the food you're eating in addition to like, you know, you're being your you being conscious about like um, animals and stuff. Definitely. I'll be honest. Um, I'm not the healthiest vegan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's vegan for the animals. Yeah, for me, it's truly compassion and, mm. and the environment. Um, but I do still, even though I do eat you know, the processed meats, the, the fake meats and things like that, I do still feel a lot better. Than, a lot lighter. Than how I used sure. to feel when I would eat like a big meal that had, you know, pork or, or beef. So definitely it's, I believe, better for your health. I mean, there's a lot of studies that show that. I'm not a doctor, but for sure you will feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, I um, mean, you are what you eat. Eats, oh, 
too. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, oh, well, there's so much soy and stuff you eat. And I'm like, what do you think the animals are eating? You know? <laughs> I'm not saying they all eat soy, but, you know, I they're not giving them like, you know, vegetable diets here. It's wheat. It's soy. I'm pretty sure it's all soy. I, I don't want to like quote myself on it, but I'm pretty <laughs> and, sure it's soy. And that's, it, it gets even worse. I've seen, um, you know, like pigs be fed things still in packaging. So you could still be, you could be getting, um, Plastic. plastics yeah. and, um, I mean, in the ocean, we all know, like you're eating plastic. If you're, yeah, there's microplastics in fish they found. So you're definitely, you're definitely eating what, whatever you're eating is eating also. And that's a huge aspect of it too. I mean, I know years ago, many years ago, um, eating animals and hunting and stuff, <clears throat> it, it was normal and it wasn't as bad for you, but times have changed and the farming industry has changed drastically so for our time now the the days now it's it's just not suitable Mm -hmm. um you guys were mentioning earlier that yes it can be done even though it's hard to go fully vegan so um how can someone new to this become like a more conscious consumer like what are like the first steps they can take um well, it took me about, it, I don't know, I you know how Facebook sends you like memories? Oh. Well, <laughs> about a year ago, I saw a memory that was from 12 years ago. And it was, it said, all right, guys, I'm going pescatarian. <laughs> so my, point is, <laughs> my point is, it, you know, it takes as long as it takes. It really does. And I believe that when it's out of your system, it's, you tend to like be more sensitive to it. And the more you practice it, the more you want to. I think so too. The more that you eat plant-based, the more like, uh, so I, um, in my journey, I was eating, um, I didn't go fully vegan until January 1st of this year. Um, I love seafood. I love, uh, my favorite two foods when I was a meat eater was, um, crab legs and eggs. (laughs) Like I love seafood. I love eggs. Um, but I decided, yeah, I was, I was going, um, complete vegan, um, January 1st, 2021. Um, and since I've done that, there's some like meat products, meat like products, like say 10 or, um, sometimes they'll, they're almost too meaty for me. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't even like the taste. But at some point you feel it was a transition to all food for you at one at some point yes right when I first had a beyond burger I'm like oh wow this like is thank delicious. god this is here <laughs> I, ate, I, I had a, I was doing a project at Aliante and there was only two vegan items they had um the beyond burger at Fridays and they had um and they had um capriati's where you can get the cheesesteak but without cheese mm-hmm. and, and the, the vegan chicken or whatever yeah um, and so I ate like a Beyond Burger like almost every other day. I'm very so familiar with that burger, by the way. Now <laughs> it's hard is, for yeah. me to eat a Beyond Burger. You know what I mean? Because I had it so much. Um, and that meatiness, something about it, I def- it definitely, I, it goes away. But I've also heard, you know, we're so new in this too. We were talking to some friends who've been vegan for a really long time. And she had mentioned that she has friends who were hardcore vegans, ethical vegans that are no longer vegan. Um, so there is really no telling what could happen in our journey. Um, I'd like to think that for sure I'm in it for, I'd like to think that too. Um, but you know, I would say just maybe be easy on yourself. Like there was a point in my journey that I was like, these eggs are okay. 
um, because they come from a farm and these chickens look happy and I was okay with that. I, for myself personally, I'm not anymore. I don't want to eat those eggs anymore. But, you know, I just took time and I think it just takes time really. And it's all baby steps. I mean, there are people that do cold turkey and good for them. For yeah, real. But for I was not that person. It was very slow. Um, and even though I knew like I wasn't eating, you know, four legged animals or land animals for a long time, cheese was still very difficult to give up. Eggs was difficult to give up. Um, a lot of desserts that you don't realize has butter in it and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I would say just be patient and um, just make little choices, you know, here and there. Yeah. And also uh, watch the documentaries. Yeah, the watch documentaries, the I feel yeah. like, are, are, are really what kind of help you, I think, make a decision. You know, is this, this is something that I have to do for, you know, if you have children or if you, you know, for the future that we're yeah. just destroying what we have. I think now the, the, it's, I'm not exactly sure how to word it, but like the emissions in the air right now that causes all these problems. I want to say they said um, 87% is attributed to animal factories. And so in that alone, I mean, it's just like you're destroying the planet and then destroying the planet also harms other animals on this planet. But, you know, then again, you want to have a legacy. You want to have kids and you want those kids to have kids and et cetera. But what do you want to leave behind for them? I don't have any kids myself, but if I did, I would be probably even more crazy about it. Mm-hmm. about how we're going to leave this planet for them yeah so maybe just kind of be a little selfless if you want to go vegan it's definitely a selfless act yeah um, I want to I'm just going to throw a number out there I want to say at least 80 90 percent of people they would not do what you know these and these people are doing to the animals you know mm-hmm. killing them and the whole process of from when it's a live breathing animal to your plate and I don't want to like bash anyone in their job because I'm sure it's traumatic as well for them and they're mm-hmm. doing for a job and stuff like that but maybe think of it like that like I wouldn't harm an animal I wouldn't even you know hurt a fly but you are doing it every day when you're eating you know meat yeah so that's why whenever like I eat now, I try to be, I try to say thank you beforehand. I know it's just like a common thing everyone does, like, you know, say a prayer. But then like before I wouldn't see like the point of it, but now I see it like, oh, imagine where this food came from. It came from like, you know, the ground, mother earth, like imagine everyone had to do the cooking to get you your food to be on your plate right now. So um, a lot of- I love that. Gratitude. That's really beautiful. I love that. And I'll tell you what, I'm not the, I'm not the farmer here. And I know, like, I just see my sister and, and, and her boyfriend and other farmers, I see how hard they work. And so really it has helped me like just be way more grateful for, you know, especially vegetables when you're just mm-hmm. like, and, and, you know, I, I would like, oh, eat half of something and be like, okay, I'm done, I'm full and I'm wasted. But now that like, I see how hard it is to make food, it's like, you know, you just want to really savor it and appreciate it. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing too, is make, you know, having a business like this where you are using food is kind of a challenge. I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when you go and get a smoothie from Tropical Smoothie, like there's not a lot of food in there. You know, you're, it's a one styrofoam cup. It's got, you know, a simple syrup, sugar, some kind of puree. Inverted um, sugars are inverted in the sugars. For sure. 
um, and whatever fillers and stuff and the in almond milks and 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 stuff that you and use. Whey. Yeah, so you're people are like, oh, I'm gonna have a smoothie, and really you're having a sugarful drink. Yeah, with a styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna with a straw with just... a plastic straw. So it's you know backwards. we don't even think about all of that stuff. You think, and we, you know, not realizing. I mean, I just kind of feel like we're all, you know, we're all victims and you're in marketing. So you probably know more than anybody, like how we're targeted, how crazy, how, yeah, exactly how we're targeted. And, yeah. um, it's really scary to think that, that I mean, it goes far back. That it's healthy. If you go to like with Subway, you know, oh, I'm going to Subway. This is totally healthy. And actually Subway meat is, I mean, not Subway meat, but any kind of, you know, processed I, meat, especially, uh, processed meat. I want to say you know, is a, is a carcinogenic, isn't it? Okay. Is it a carcinogenic? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know, cancer causing. Cancer causing. Um, yeah. Exactly. Think, I okay, the most healthy fast food restaurant is healthy. Is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is cancer causing is their main product, main item inside of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, I could be wrong, but my memory, if my memory serves me correct, I want to say like five years ago, they did a study on the chicken at Subway and it was like 50% chicken. And I just find it so funny that like a lot of people are like, oh, you're eating that fake meat. I'm like, well, half the meat that you eat is like processed. And <laughs> you eat cold, yeah, you eat cold cuts. That's not all just like fresh meat. Okay? Yeah, when you, have, when you buy a chicken breast, I mean, they pump it with, they inject the chicken breast with sodium. They just inject it right in there. So even, and, and then they put natural on the package. It's it's really like, bad. Okay. It's, it's bad. I mean, <laughs> natural. From the beginning, like if we even go far back to elementary school, I mean, I want to say we had like the reduced lunch or whatever, and I think it was like a honey bun. Like, what a way to start the day, a honey bun. And exactly. a strawberry we're trained meal. that way as kids that you know you wake up and you have sugar, or you know, and then for lunch Kellogg's you have, with sugar, you know, yeah. pizza with pepperoni. And I wonder why, like, it's so hard for me. To like, eat, gosh, like, yeah, healthy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My sister the other day, Even, she's like, gosh, "You're just trained this way." I don't remember what she said, and I'm like, you know, you have to forgive yourself. Like, you were trained this way. We're yeah. relearning how to live. We're relearning how to consume. Um, and so it's going to take time. It, it doesn't, it hasn't happened overnight. That's for yeah, sure. that's for sure. And then I was listening to something else like about sugar. Sugar is very addicting. So it's oh, really yeah. hard to quit it. It's kind of like a drug. So like the more you feed the kids, especially kids, like there are some parents that I heard on this podcast like putting sugar on the kids' vegetables so they would eat their vegetables. But then that oh kind of defeats gosh. the purpose because there's sugar on top of it. So that's why it's like very addicting because they're starting out them starting them out so young. And then you know and we, we were, we're oh doing that God. to ourselves. Actually we know? were just we're talking about that. Ourselves. All the packaging, you know, like there was like the blue, uh, the waffles that had like blueberries in it. They were like all fake colored blue and really the stuff that they have for kids, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> the people that make this stuff it's just yeah it's scary and like that. i said we grew up on it i'm not gonna yeah lie. same we thing we were all pockets. crazy about it about the you know the the processed foods we couldn't wait my sister was telling a friend the other day that she um would in class when she was you know a kid i don't know what how old you said you were what? elementary that you would think about food when you to go cook it when you got off school. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like for, can you cut this part out no <laughs> no i mean i was addicted to food addicted but I, I exactly still addicted. am it's it's a really big struggle for me one of my 
my journey, you know, my journey, one of my struggles is, is weight, you know? And so I remember being in middle school and just being like, I can't wait to get home and like make something to eat. I mean, that's not normal, but I really think it's because, yeah, you start off the day with all that crap. And then I remember my senior year in high school was the year that they added all these healthy foods. It was like a whole program. We're going to do healthy foods now. And I remember I would get, it was a chicken patty sandwich and uh, I mean, it was the same kind of Subway style chicken. So I imagine it wasn't like, you know, I'm sure it was heavily processed and it had like some sweet and sour sauce on it. And I'll just take a wild guess. It was made with corn syrup with wash it down with a Gatorade. Like that's not healthy. <laughs> and, and that's what I, that's what I thought was okay. Cause I'm like, you know, they're, they're saying this is the healthy car over here on this side. So, but long story short, knowing now what we know. So our, our menu, I would say is kind of a balance of both where we try, where we, yes, do we, do we use sugar? Yeah, sure. We, you know, we use agave syrup. We, we use maple syrup. You we know, use organic, organic sugar, right? Like organic sugar. sugar. Yeah. We don't mm -hmm. use it syrup, but we also, you know, for our sandwiches, add microgreens instead of lettuce. So that way you're still getting, you know, 40 times, 40% more uh, nutrients than you would from the count from the mature parts of like the, kale or whatever so and our mix always has the broccoli it always has a radish a leek um so even though you have a little bit of you know processed meat or processed you know vegan meat on it um you still have you know your vegetables you still have nutrient dense greens um <laughs> and you can always we have salads and stuff like too if, you know if you're if you want to be more cautious but i think that balance um is super helpful. You know, if, if you can get your, your vegetables in nutrient dense foods in and make it palatable with, you know, sugars or whatever you're used to having, um, mm -hmm. I think is perfect for transitioning. Yeah. Um, and when more... you're also talking about something that you're not going to go and eat every day. I wish my customers would come every day. To <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But you know, when you go out to eat, you're a little less conscious Splurgy. of what you're eating. So yeah. it is not something like, you know, I don't recommend for you to eat like Satan every single day, but when you're, you know, going out once a week for a nice sandwich, I, I feel like it's a good, uh, transition. Food. Agreed. Mm -hmm. instead of barbecue a lot of transitional food chicken it's and then we offer then we offer all the other stuff in our market as well so just mm -hmm. definitely trying to like lure that in um, <laughs> yeah hey try this um and then buy it <laughs> <laughs> buy it from the market you know we i envision like a whole you know vegan marketplace where you know, every, all the vendors are sustainable and vegan and, you know, everybody can come and, and come to a, a place to enjoy where, you know, that there's no exploitation of, of animals and even humans, like Lisa was saying, the people who have to work with the animals, mm -hmm. I mean, they're just as much victims, you know, as the animals. Want. Yeah. Doing, yeah. doing either thinking they have to do that to survive, or some of them do have to do that to survive. I mean, that's not, those aren't two good options either. I mean, I love animals, but I don't think it'd be fun to uh, hang around them all day long. <laughs> yeah. You know, the I flies. I always think that if you're vegan, they're like, oh, do you want to come hang out with the animals? Um, we must start not. I mean, really, I'll come like, for a little bit, animals. but like, just let them be animals and we'll do what we do. So I can we'll imagine be over here. that it's, it's fun to have a job like that. I'm sure it's annoying and you know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen Seaspiracy, but if you haven't, I recommend to everyone to watch it. There's like, there's some slavery going on too, when, when it comes to stuff like that, this industry. So mm -hmm. all the way around, it's just, it ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't yeah. Cool. 
yeah so and i believe when you when you consume those things whether it be like we said you know what you eat eats too but also the emotional aspect of an animal that was killed and fear sadness anxiety and mm-hmm. of like that i i think that you're taking that in too yeah yeah for sure and then um like before like we were talking about earlier like i used to be like i think it was maybe my early college years where people going vegan I'm just like really they're going (laughs) vegan you know (laughs) like because I feel like a lot of people who like go vegan they kind of see it as like a religion where like oh you have to go vegan you have to do this so I think that's the aspect that I didn't like of it like I think we should still like send compassion to people like oh they're still learning you know like oh they don't know about this but they're still learning instead of like kind of shoving it down our throats like a religion that's what I didn't I personally yeah. was against it I absolutely, you're never gonna want to do something that somebody makes you do if somebody yeah. tells you to do something you're like mm, I'm gonna do the opposite just because I can you yeah know? well I I I really try to remember that because I could come across a little bit harsh I think and it's only because I really am so passionate and you know about the animals and stuff but I, I try to remind myself of my journey. Like I said in the beginning, vegans would come in the restaurant and I'd be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Gotta make special sorbet and special this. And um, <laughs> I would be very annoyed and I would laugh at them. And it's kind of like so crazy to see who I am now. Mm-hmm. But definitely it's a journey. It's small steps. Like I said, you know, 12 years ago, I was thinking about it. And, yeah. and I want to say I've been really giving huge effort at least the last two or so years yeah so you know it's a journey and just I think educating yourself on it is the first step and um and being prepared too so yeah you know I know if I go to my mom's house there's not going to be many options so I'm going to definitely bring something you know like there's the non-dairy coffee creamer that's still derived from milk have I had it is it yes is it ideal no but now I'm like from now on I'm gonna make sure I bring my own cream to my mom's house you know yeah so it's just baby steps yeah for sure I don't know if if the world is gonna be okay with everyone taking baby steps though but (laughs) that's pretty much I guess what what we're doing yeah yeah and it's like a whole lifestyle change too so like it kind of requires one step at a time because it's not just your food it's like the products you use like nail polish could be tested on animals or um I don't know makeup has been texted on animals everything we're gonna throw out all your shoes yeah (laughs) I mean I'm still no we're not that crazy we don't throw anything away if an animal has died for our benefit the last thing we want to do is waste it you know so I like that I'm struggling big time with that you know I love to get facials I love to get pedicures and I use a shampoo that helps my hair grow um so I that's one thing I'm kind of starting to slowly change now like once I said what vegan you know diet wise I was like wait a minute all this other stuff is just really never ending. It's yeah, it's a very long journey. Yeah, and I don't think anyone will ever be, you know, the perfect vegan. Yeah, not at all. It's definitely something to bring light to, and these companies really need to be held responsible too for their actions and what they're doing. I That's mean, another uh, thing too is like the what I didn't like when I was first um, converting is, you know, the labels you're like, Oh, well I'm vegan, but you know, I eat eggs from, you know, my friend's chicken next door, or, you know, I eat eggs. And then people get, I have a honeycomb in my backyard, you Mm -hmm. know, and 
that's just sitting there or whatever and um you know like oh you're but you're you're actually vegetarian or you're that uh you're this pescatarian like it's just so crazy you know with all with all the labels like I think that's what kind of makes people deters people too like oh you're not really a vegan yeah plant-based or like so there's such a judgmental um like tone with that so I think if anything like try I try not to label myself I I, you know I you know I went vegan um you know January 1st you know I haven't bought anything to my knowledge you know that was harmful too but I'm all I don't like when anybody says oh are you a hundred percent or are you 95 percent like with the numbers and the labels it's too crazy yeah Yeah. definitely (laughs) it's it's hard and I think you're right it does kind of make the labels make you feel like it gives vegans a bad name Mm-hmm. you know and it's it's really just it's just the journey and yeah like and I, I try not to let that that that's turn or you know but it's all kind of like what you want to do yeah and it's like you have to be patient with yourself too so like like that's why I like to say I don't like to call myself vegan because I am definitely not so I pres- I say I prefer plant-based just in case someone catches me I don't know eating I know what you mean yeah, really, it's, yeah, it's really it's nobody's business you know yeah. everybody's trying their hardest and we were all like I said I really feel like we're all victims we're all vic- mm-hmm. victims of you know animal marketing and sugar marketing and um we're all we're we were we all saw the same things you know yeah. we all see the same commercials we all see you know the bright pink 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 box donuts yes. shop you know you're donuts. driving by you're like oh my god look at that big pink building like of course I want to go in there and and buy and nothing against them and their business yeah mm. but I mean, <laughs> yeah because I, oh my god I used to love pink box and I think they do have vegan options okay well. vegan options which you know which is great but I think yeah I think sometimes and I and I could do this too so I'm reminding myself right now that we got to remember that it's for the cause and it doesn't matter about labels and who's Mm -hmm. a better vegan or, you know, leading a better example at the end of the day, it's really the cause. And and yeah, as long as you're like making an effort and for sure. Have you guys ever tried Ronald's donuts? I think they have um, vegan options. I've been wanting to. Oh my gosh. I it's even so before I was vegan, I used to say donuts are the devil. They to, <laughs> yeah, I'm like donuts should be like twenty dollars because they're just so cheap. But I I don't know. I love like I said I was a pastry chef, so I freaking love donuts. But afterwards, oh my god, after I eat a donut, I just feel like not my best. But yeah. uh, I'm gonna definitely <laughs> okay. definitely try Ronald. Yeah, I've been seeing pictures of them. Like, I know. Yeah, we have to go, and they look. Yeah. So there's so many, that's the cool thing too, is there's so many good places to drive. There's so many people doing cool vegan things. Yeah. So. I feel like it's, um, yeah, I feel like it's more of a becoming more of a thing now because a lot of my friends I know personally, like they're trying to go plant-based too. So like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like there's a, just a huge wave of people wanting to eat healthier and making an effort to um, be conscious of what they're consuming. So I think it's so awesome. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it too has to do with, you know, all the new documentaries that are out there giving <laughs> yeah. all this information out and you're like, what? I've been tricked this whole time. Um, and you it is no crazy. Idea. Some things that you just didn't know. Yeah. You're um, like, this is insane. Like see spiracy. I don't know if you saw it yet, but like how they're scraping the bottom of the floor. Like yeah. that is insane to just take everything from the bottom of the floor 
or and just you know whatever oh we're a crab um fisher so we're just going to keep the crab and you know whatever happens with it's the rest. disrespectful it's just flat out disrespectful to the earth and you know i just feel like no one is should be here more than another one whether it be mm -hmm. like you know a whale or a person or a chicken like you were born here, you know, like, then I feel like you have the right to be on this earth. And But what, what I was saying, what I was trying to say was that it's the documentaries that are out, but it's also, I think coronavirus has a lot to do with it too, because a lot of people either lost their job or, you know, had a big change in their life and had a, I think a lot of before coronavirus, everybody's work, 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 you know, mm -hmm. or on a schedule, move, move, move. And when you're doing the same things over and over, you don't really have time to stop and think about and kind of what you're doing. But since, you know, when everything just kind of shut down, I think that a lot of people kind of, they got out of that, that, um, like that, you know, that rat wheel where it's just, you're doing the same things over and over and over again. And everybody's kind of like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I think a lot of people had the opportunity to either, like us, you know, do something else. Um, and I think that, yeah, that that pause in everybody's life helps people kind of reflect and realize what's most important. What's the most important? Me, my body, my wellness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Myself. For me, so, it did. I you mean, know, as a you chef, can. you know, you give your life to that industry. Yeah, you give your everything to your job. And then one day you're like, oh, gosh, you know, people, coronavirus can come out and then that's it. You don't even have that job anymore. So mm -hmm. you don't have anything else but yourself. Yeah, definitely. Or, and then, you know, it gives you the also some people where you want to be sustainable. Like, I can't, you know, I don't want that to happen to me again. How can I make it so that way if I do lose my job or if something does crazy does happen again, another virus or whatever mm -hmm. happened you know am I going to be okay if I don't have you know what I was doing before and so I think that pause made a lot of people think too like yeah I can just grow some vegetables over here I don't have to go to Walmart and buy <laughs> uh pork chops you know yeah. if I don't have to I can just you know do this I can just grow this well I think it also showed that everything is really like the whole you know economic whatever is really just on the backs of, of of the animals and the whole the whole industry it's like everything is restaurants and everything is food and so making these small changes of having like you know more vegan options and vegan restaurants then things can slowly change people like it they taste it they like how they feel afterwards yeah like, oh gosh you know when I, I used to love going to texas day brazil and eating as much meat as i can and then i'd hate myself for the next three days because i'm like meat hungover yeah you yes. know you realize like gosh you know what i had a bmta sandwich a bacon sandwich with chips and i I can probably still have something else. You know, yeah. you know but I'm still kind of light. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably have a cookie. <laughs> yeah. And a smoothie. A smoothie. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot to learn, and there is information out there, the documentaries, the videos. I mean, and it's all about that personal choice on, you know how you want to live and but you, you said it perfect joe just eating intuitively your body's going to tell you what's right and what's wrong and you yeah. and you know yeah. yeah like the other day not gonna lie i went out to dinner with my family because it was my brother's birthday uh, that's how <laughs> it is. a lot of food and i'm just like oh my gosh this is not good for me my body already told me beforehand but here i am not listening <laughs> <to me." laughs> 
but how do you, I mean, it's your brother, you know, yeah, that's, I know. that's how it is. It's your brother. We went to, uh, my mom wanted to go to dinner. I'm not going to say the name because we did, we really we don't want to bash it. them. Yeah, we're not going to bash anybody, yeah. um, but they had, you know, supposed vegan options and they're like, oh, this is vegan. This can, this is vegan. This, this is a vegan option, whatever. So we're like, oh, okay. And then like everything came out with tofu. We had like 10 tofu dishes. We're like, um, you didn't say that you were just going to make them all tofu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So would we have rather maybe had some crab legs, you know, for the $200 that we spent? Yes. <laughs> well, at this point in my life, I, I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't eat crab legs. But, you know, I think what's, you know, as you asked earlier, like what, what would I say to people that are trying to transition? I mean, it doesn't matter what you eat once a year on your birthday or once <laughs> a year on holiday it really matters what you eat 90 percent of the time you know and yeah um just try to focus more so on that and then you know and if you mess up don't hate it's okay it's still tomorrow like also like you know like I think you guys mentioned it earlier like forgiving yourself or forgiving your um past selves and you know try to move forward definitely Definitely. yeah I also had to ask, like, how did you guys come up with the name Starseeds? Uh, well, this, so Starseeds, um, at the time, I was watching, like, a lot of YouTube videos of, like, I had kind of, like, a Kundalini awakening, Ooh. and I didn't even know, uh, before um, Starseeds and before veganism and my old self was a hardcore, like keto meat person, kind of a meathead, if you will, like gym and high protein, not a lot of, I rarely ate carbs. I mean, I did eat vegetables, um, but I was just like a keto meat gym person, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, like thinking, you know, this was the way that I wanted to live my life. Um, And I had um, a psychedelic trip. awakening that kind of gave me this like kundalini awakening where I realized like everything I was consuming was wrong um and at the time uh, my boyfriend at the time was saying he was like something's wrong something wrong I was like what's wrong what's wrong and I didn't know and then all of a sudden it just like hit me everything that was wrong and I mean, I didn't know exactly. I just knew that everything I was doing was wrong. I didn't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do to change it, but I knew that I had to change. So I called my sister like the next day and I was like, sis, I don't know what I got to do, but I got to do something. She's like, you got to stop eating animal products. I was like, what? And I wasn't even vegan. (laughs) I wasn't even vegan at this time but I knew I always wanted to she be. always knew yeah. I, like I said it was long I had process. no idea no idea I never thought I would be vegan I used mm-hmm. to always um not make fun but I used to be like oh you have to have meat you have to have protein like that's crazy talk like these people are nuts can't survive off of you know not eating meat yeah um and then yeah so I mean when I so after I I still felt like I that I was doing something wrong when my sister said it was animal products, it kind of clicked. And so I didn't even know what to eat. I think I ate like mustard sandwiches for like a week. I was like, I don't even know what is vegan. My shampoo, all of my stuff, everything that I had, like you said, it's a time. It's, it takes time to mm-hmm. completely go through your stuff, your shampoo, your deodorant, your toothpaste, your eyebrows, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your so, mascara. Yeah. What, what was crazy about it was I told her that believing and, and still believing now that that was the way. 
But I, and then she pretty much went hardcore. Like she says she's been vegan since January 1st, but she's been pretty much hardcore veget at least. Well, besides a couple, like we said, the labeling's annoying, but she was way, way more in it than I was. And I would slip up a lot. And then, so like me kind of pulling her into it helped me because she's like, you're the one that said, and look what you're doing. And I'm like, you're right. I can't believe I'm doing this. So it kind of helped me to help her, I guess. Yeah. And here's all the stuff that I know that is being in that I, that I like and then um and then she made it all palatable uh, enough to sell <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, I like to eat so yeah yeah yes I, I'm I like I have to recreate stuff yes I love to eat too. I mean, we all love to eat. I mean, as humans, we, <laughs> we need to yeah, eat. <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of the, one of the things to enjoy. And mm-hmm. I, when I first started eating plant-based, I started realizing, cause I started realizing like, gosh, I love, I was, that's when I fell in love with microgreens. I'm like, gosh, these are so beautiful. Just seeing them in the colors, there's purple, there's red, mm-hmm. there's green and tomatoes and green avocado. And just like, being um so close with all those colors and eating it was like so enjoyable and like how what would I even think about eating meat again yeah so just almost completely just turned off I'm not um I mean I don't think it's a bad idea for everybody to do um psychedelic drugs to have you know (laughs) awakening I mean hopefully one day and and I hope that that's where kind of the future is going where we also invest in mind med um which is like a psychedelic um pharmaceutical company Ooh. to help with like depression and stuff like that yeah. using psychedelic drugs and medicinal uh, plants instead of you know Xanax and all these things that are also you know poisoning the oceans you exactly. know and- yeah. So, I don't but know if we can like, go on forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I saw something. I'm not sure if like the whole psychedelic, they opened up like studies for that again, because I think they stopped it or something. So I hope like research more and more research will make it more like kind of acceptable in society where it's not like criminalized or anything, because like I, myself, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to admit, I had like an experience also. <laughs> I was camping. It was like late last year. And I think that is the reason why I started becoming more aware of my my eating habits and everything isn't that crazy yeah because like during the trip like I had something came to me and it was all like hey if you it was like my mind body and spirit all split apart and they were having a conversation my body was just there you know and then my mind and spirit were talking to each other so my spirit was telling my mind um you have to take care of her like pointing at my body you have to take care of her because your body is the one who's going to get you through this lifetime it has made it has survived this whole entire time so like you have to take care of her you have to love her and I just started crying I'm just like you're right I've been I've been being so you know, like being very unhealthy and what I intake into my body and then among other things, like emotionally too. So it's, yes. it's wild. I have goosebumps right now. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's intense. I'm, a, I'm, my body's very sensitive. So I haven't been able to like fully, fully delve into that just yet. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, I, hopefully in the future. I've dipped a toe in it and um, it's intense, but I, yeah, I think that will, and that's why I love, think, you know, places like Miami because well, it's not a place, but whatever, because, um, well, it might be a place because they're going to try and do it the right way where you, where the you doctor supervised yeah. and, and helped and you don't have to like, 
you know, go to these like random places. It, yeah, and do like a frog like, ritual. You're like, um, okay. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything against those, but I would love to feel more safe and secure. Yeah, know? like a doctor's office mm-hmm. or with a professional that knows what they're doing. My med um, came up with a stop it. And so like, if you're in a, at a point in your trip where, it's, where it's you're like, you know well. what, this is, I got to get out of here. They've made like a pill that you could take where it could just immediately takes you out of it. So they're actually, yeah. So that's the company we're talking about. We're um, very small in, in the grand scheme of things investing in. Um, they just went to NASDAQ. So um, if you are anyone. This is a whole nother podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is like, Especially. we're like shifting to everything or something else now. Um, but we are hoping that they do get FDA approval. And mm-hmm. I hope that they, we really have um, high hopes for them. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much. So where can people find you? So you can on our website. So we do not have like a, um, a home just yet. We're kind of trying to find, you know, what's, you know, what's best for us. So right now, um, we have a couple of, we have a lot of events coming up. Um, and we always post anywhere we're going to be on our website, which is starseedslv.com. Um, and then you can go to our event calendar from there that has our, um, schedule, or you can go to starseedslv.com slash find dash us and that will bring you right to our um, event calendar as well she's amazing i didn't even know that she does all the <laughs> and also we have an instagram starseeds lv minus starseed list which is basically Alyssa has her own fan her own uh, <laughs> fan club well <laughs> because it's like you know half professional and half just me being me so being a crazy vegan chef for the animals yeah but I, I try to keep it toned down but I do want to say thank you so much for having us yes yeah we're like I what's feel a honored, podcast I feel <laughs> yeah, that, no, shut up <laughs> that we were thought about to, to talk about you know our experience and so thank you so much yes <laughs> of course yeah thanks for having us and being patient with us we're, we're, I apologize again about oh that. yeah no worries um I yeah I appreciate you guys for um coming on like honestly i had so much fun talking to you guys so oh, yeah so thank sweet. you so much i gotta throw one last thing uh, <laughs> may 24th we'll be at the vegas test kitchen for meatless monday so anyone that does want to start you know dipping their toe into not eating meat that would be a great place to start we're gonna be there with stuff that we've never done before that we haven't had on the trailer it's gonna be an all new concept and um also i think yaki zen is gonna be there with us and they are they're uh vegan mexican food and they are amazing yeah super they're very well known and um fido's vegan eats they uh they do a million different types of hot dogs so me as a vegan that used to freaking love hot dogs it just they really are is so, so nostalgic good. oh yes. my god yeah and they have like they're really really creative with the stuff that they but i just like ketchup on mine but <laughs> bunch, yeah they do you they can get like chili out. and cheese you can get oh they get way crazier yeah. one has like pineapple so i just wanted to say that vegas test kitchen uh may 24th Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll see if I'm free that day. Cause that sounds really. It's from 12 to eight. 12 so, to hopefully. eight. Okay. So that's a, like a long time range. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you.